Armstrong, Admiral Forrest, and many others, from Enterprise and many others, and you are listening to Trekmate. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trekmate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack all hands battle station. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. All right. As is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. It's beginning to look a lot like Trekmers. As we boldly go, Starfleet women and the men all going in for factor 10, making friends with alien races to know. Hello and welcome to Trekmate. My name's Wayne Emery. Hello everybody, my name's Jude Hawkins and this week we are doing a special Christmas episode. Yes we are. We've just discussed that we've basically decided to our episodes in the wrong order so you'll hear stuff that we've recorded over the last uh, three or four weeks um, after this one but we just thought it was nice to get this one out for everyone today whatever day it is you're listening to it hopefully before christmas day it will i'm going to try and get this out either tomorrow which is wednesday or the thursday so i'm going to try and get it out on either the 22nd or 23rd Mm mm-hmm so it'll be out before Christmas. So I'm sure the eager-eyed listeners uh, will pick it up straight away. Some of you might pick it up just after and listen, maybe between Christmas and New Year. Um, Even so, yeah, like if you could still have those Christmas vibes going, and you know, I always like to do something Christmassy for Trekmate. Yes, yes, and I always enjoy. Uh, doing Christmas stuff as well it, it, not just in real life but on the, the pod as well mm. and uh, so I do apologise that it's been a while since we've uh, put out a podcast I was just saying Stu, it's my fault I've been pretty lethargic lately with stuff and just been busy with work and getting ready for Christmas so That's fair enough but we've uh, as Jude said we've got two in the bag that are going to be getting released. Uh, the next podcast that goes out will be our crossover episode with uh, the Offline Gamer, Matt's podcast. So we're going to be yeah. discussing all things Star Trek games. Um, that that was definitely interesting, that one. Yeah. Like no, if, I... if, if we'd uh, chosen to, that, that could have gone on for hours, you know. Um, yeah. Matt, I'll... I'll I've just given mild spoilers, but Matt being Matt had his spreadsheet with pretty much every, uh, what you could argue would be a tabletop Star Trek game in existence. Mm-hmm. I think it was 75 he had on there. He did. So, so he wanted to go through every one. So 
we discussed them, but I think we were all aware that, like, you know, we've only got so much time to do this. So you can't go on and on about one particular game. Yeah, um, because that day we, we recorded uh, a lot earlier than Jude and myself normally do. Because, very early um, for us. Yeah, because Matt's uh, podcasting partner uh, it doesn't really do late nights. So uh, we started about 8 and we was like, okay, then it's going to be done by 10 because that's when Ray needed to get going. And yeah, and we, that was in the we, making for like a year as well. But we've been trying to organise that through texts and WhatsApp messages and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so it was I think just we all of... knew it was about time we finally did it. Like something had to give, and it was just like, okay, you two have to do it early. But what? It. But what got me was um, when I, I looked at the clock. I was like, we've got twenty minutes and about forty games left. <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing. <laughs> I felt I so bad. How. I felt bad for Ray as well, you know, just not being a Trekkie, not being a Trek fan. And I think we might have bored them to death. Yeah. Oh, so well. I do apologize to Ray, but I had a thoroughly good time catching up yeah. with Matt. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always good to see Matt. I look yeah. forward to doing something again. Um, well, saying you know, that, whether it be a crossover, whether it be Matt coming on, or whatever. It's, it's saying that, seeing as we've uh, had that episode t- talking tabletop games, he can put it to Ray whether they'll be up for it. But um, we've done board games, so we could now do a podcast just talking about the video games. You and Matt sort of did that once we upon did. a time, right before I joined in mm. 2015, I think. But it was, it was just skimming. I don't, I don't know if you went over all of them or just select ones. But yeah, yeah I'd be up for that if it's not been done fully mm-hmm. before. Uh, also, uh, something I briefly asked Matt when we were doing the pod, but I didn't want to dwell on it, is, is there any... Um, RPG tabletop style games of uh, Star Trek, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm sure there is, but um, uh, there wasn't." He didn't have much details of it, I think, on the day, so he sent me a a, a link, and uh, yeah, it looks like there's all sorts on it if if you want to get into that. So that's well, something I... we can either talk about or possibly even do if we can somehow download stuff for free. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I'll be honest with you, because at the moment, if anyone is looking for Star Trek role-play game uh, stuff, over at uh, HumbleBundle.com, they've got a huge deal on uh, Star Trek uh, RPG uh, books, guidebooks, character books, and everything else. Like, it's a whole shit ton of uh, content over there, and I think it's only, uh, it was about £13 for all of it, which is well, well, well under retail oh, wow. price. Yeah, that uh, sounds crazy reasonable. Yeah, so it, because Humble Bundle do that all the time, like they bundle together loads of games or comics or stuff like that that are all digital that then mm. you can buy at a fraction of the price, but then all of that money goes to charity. Oh, wow. So that's what Humble Bundle does, is they raise money for charities by... Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to look at that, yeah. And I'll be honest with you, mate. That was going to be one of your digital... One of your 
uh, hypothetical presents because I saw it on Humble Bundle oh. and I was like, I was like, I really like that. Me and Jude were discussing that. I think that could go on there. And then Matt sent you a link of like, oh, look at this, Jude. I was like, nope, that's fucking off the list. <laughs> that's gone. Right. So oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I might just get it for real in real life. Um, what's it called? Humble Bumble. Bundle. Bundle. Humble Bundle. Bundle. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, because I've got um a few different like uh, games off there before. Uh, yeah, I, I can definitely and... spare that, especially when I know that it's going to a good cause. That makes it so much better. Because I think that's only... I think it's up there for about another couple of weeks. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a look tomorrow. In the t- or, or, well, I'll either look tonight after we finish, mm-hmm. but more likely tomorrow knowing us. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, knowing us, we won't be finished this pod until tomorrow, technically. Technically. Yeah, we yeah. don't have to go that long. So we only have to go another two minutes for that to technically happen. Oh yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll just come so, up to midnight. But yeah, no. So, uh, it's yeah. If if you if you've been wanting those RPG books or uh, yeah, like I would then. like to do that. Yeah, because as you said, it is it's something, something I've never actually discussed. sat and done properly. Like nearly did it as a, as like a preteen. With mm-hmm. the turtles, and I've gone back and bought uh, that book, the original book now, mm-hmm. uh, but just not done anything with it. But uh, yeah, if there's two franchises where I'd want to do it and keep going back to it, it's those two: it's Turtles and Star Trek, for sure. Yeah, no, I think so too. And I, it's something that we have been toying with, so I'm, mm. it's something that I would be tempted to do. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll go on there tonight or tomorrow. Oh, by the way. Um, just for the listeners out there, mm-hmm. just in case you didn't get what Wayne was saying then, because we don't know what's gone out last, what we've said we're doing. We're basically doing what we did. I'm pretty sure we did it a year ago, mm-hmm. where uh, tonight's um, episode, the concept or whatever you want to call it, is me and Wayne have got a fictional £50 to spend on each other on fictional presents. But they have to be things that you can find online right now. Um, we've decided not to include postage because they're not getting posted anyway. Uh, and if something's under like something 49, we round it down to the nearest pound. So, uh, so yeah, we had fun I, doing it. La- I, I think it was last year. It could have been two years it ago. Was you know, last we're year. Like, it was last year. It was last year. Yeah. I think when I was looking for your stuff this year, like there was at least like twice where I was like, did I get that for him last year? I can't remember. If I even think I did, I better not get that thing because, you know, I'll just be boring uh, the listeners, you know. Yeah, but the problem is me and you won't remember. Yeah, someone else (laughs) So if if either of us does that, we apologise. Yeah. It might happen. I tried my very best to stay in budget. Um... But I, I went you... over budget. <laughs> oh, I will. I'll be going over budget by fifty p. I thought that would be all right. Oh no, I ended up spoiling you. I I ended up going over budget, but so you can deduct some points off of me. But I ended yeah. up going over budget by nine pound because I wasn't going to, but then something caught my eye, and I was like, okay, yeah, you deserved <laughs> it. Oh, thank you. 
I don't know if we decide if anyone wins while we're talking tonight or if it's just for the listeners to decide who has the better, you know, Christmas yeah. present-wise from the other guy. I, I I would say it's for the listeners to decide. Yeah, yeah. I would say Yeah, I'm looking for forward sure. to it. But also, uh, people, we actually physically exchanged gifts earlier this year, so... Wayne will be opening an actual gift from me, and uh, and I will be opening a gift from Wayne as well. And so I'm looking forward to that yeah. too. Oh no, definitely, I am too. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I don't know whether you want to do the real one first or last. Shall we do the real one after? I don't know. Is, is there any chance uh, for either of us would get called away? That's not happened in a long time, has it? In other words, Jude, what you're saying is... Um, do we do the real one you, first, just in would, case? You would like got... to open it first. Well, I don't mind we either can, way. I just, I, just, I just don't want to, you know, something cuts the pod short and then we've done all these fictional presents, but not the real one. That's okay. All. Okay. Yeah, no, we'll, uh, we'll open the actual physical presents. Okay. Uh, well, should we take turns? Yeah, go on then. Do you want to go first or second? I'll let you no, go first. Actually... Seems you've got yours in your hand. Your present that this is. is. That sounds exactly like how we normally start the podcast. Do you want to go first <laughs> or second? Yep. Okay, so Jude has uh, gave me a uh, a uh, what what shape is it? Uh, not square. Why, why am I going to... Rectangle. Rectangular. Fucking hell, if my brain can't comprehend rectangles, that's troubling. A rectangular present. Uh, slightly bendy. It's not stiff. Same with mine. Yeah. And I'm very excited. Ooh. Ooh, that's beautiful. This is ooh. Do you know what I like the present I got you? I liked it so much. I got it for myself as well. Oh wow. <laughs> I bought two of them on the same day. I was just like that is a bargain. And not only was it a bargain, but it's it's a very cool book. I'll, I'll let you say what it is. So what Duke has got me is uh, he has got me a Star Trek book, which is Star Trek The Klingon Empire, The Hidden Universe Travel Guide. Yeah, so it, I, just, I just thought it was a fun concept. Like I'd never seen it before. No, I love it. The set out of it is like how you would get, like when you would uh, like get travel books about yeah. like different destinations around the world. And it's set out just like that. The art in it is absolutely beautiful. The art is, in it yes. is absolutely beautiful. I I have not read through it properly at all, but uh, it was this was partly the reason why because I wanted to give you yours first. Yeah, then we could talk about it in the weeks to come. But uh, Dayton Ward, who's wrote loads and loads of Star Trek books. There's so much good artwork in here. Yeah. No, I absolutely. It's it's a visually stunning book. Yeah, presumably all... a lot of people have worked on it. I would imagine, or if not, 
one or a few people have put a lot of work in. Oh, he he definitely has, and yeah. it's it's giving you all like travel advice. Yeah, on like uh, how to grease a Klingon, and like where like some of the beauty spots are, <laughs> and history. It's it's really yeah, oh, that's a really fun book. I'm glad that you like a it, really, man. Really, really fun book. Thank you so much. No worries. No, I yeah, no, I do like it. I'm looking forward to uh, reading. Me too. That. Finally, yeah, I I didn't want to look through mine because I didn't want to be recording an episode and be like, oh yeah, I was reading my Klingon uh, Empire book, and you'd be like, what? You didn't tell me about that. So I just thought yeah. I'd just put it to one side. And. Uh, yeah, no. So okay, you open your present now, and yeah. I've I've done a traditional trek mate move with my present, which says "To Jude from Wayne" in my writing on it. Yeah, because you couldn't be bothered <laughs> to write forgot. anything on it. <laughs> no, <I've>... <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd better write something on it just in case it got mixed up under the under my tree. Yeah. Oh. This looks interesting at the back. Or is that just an advertisement? Oh, it's not just an advertisement. <laughs> it's a Blunt Man and Chronic uh, graphic novel. Yes. That's the thing. I, I, went, uh, I thought I'd do a total Trekmate move and go off topic. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. No, I'm very happy with that. And so it's got uh, an advertisement for the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Bat movie on the back, which I love that film. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly my favourite Kevin Smith movie, actually, when I think about it. Um, it was right at the top of top of his wave or his hill of of um, talent or skill for comedy, I'd say. Comedy writing. Yeah, when he was on top form. Yeah. And no, when I saw it, because I think it, it, I'm pretty certain it's written by Kev. Um, with it just says Kevin Smith at the top, so I presume so. Yeah, yes, it uh, is. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Smith script. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely. Yeah, Excellent. very cool. I really look forward to that. Yeah, yeah, no, so... funny artwork, funny looking characters. If it's written by Kevin Smith and it's at that time, it's bound to mm-hmm. be very good, I think. And also, did, it, did you give it a it, cheeky read or anything? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I uh, I wanted you to christen it. Okay, I will do. I could always loan it to you, like in the in the future one day. Yeah. No. Def- but thank and, you very uh, much. I like well, that. I knew after our discussions previously, you said like you was getting more into like the graphic novel. Like books, as it were, not the individual comics. So I was, oh, oh okay. I, I've always been a graphic novel guy. I much prefer graphic novels over comics. They're just comics are far too fiddly and annoying. You know, easy to get ruined over the years, and just so mm-hmm. much more convenient graphic novels. Excellent. No, well, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to reading that. Good. Yeah, we're both happy bunnies. Yeah. No, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you too. And Merry Christmas, in Merry case we Christmas. do get cut off for some reason. Yeah, Merry Christmas. We're only a few days away. Are you all prepared? 
Yes, yeah, I'm as prepared as can be. Uh, Sarah's doing one last day of work tomorrow, which we all really wish she wasn't, but what can you do? Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Uh, yeah. And apart from that, we're all ready to go, yeah. And uh, have you been off since Cisco's been off? I was off even before then, to be honest. We've had so many like, like little cold and flu viruses going through our house and... Uh, lateral flow tests, PCR tests, like little scares here, mm-hmm. scares inside our own house, and then scares at his school where like there's confirmed cases of COVID, and I'm just like mm-hmm. fuck that. He's staying home with me. I'm staying home with him. Um, like we took off like a whole week, me and Cisco, before he even needed to take that, uh, before he even broke up, because mm-hmm. I it's like the concern was coming from everywhere, like. He's got a cold. I've got a cold. He's got a temperature. Um, you know, there's confirmed cases at the school, and I was just like, seriously, like, I just want to see my parents, and I want to see Sarah's parents and brother I, and so on. And uh, I don't and I, think that you're alone. I think there's quite a few people that have taken that sort of route because of how last Christmas was. People just don't want this Christmas to be fucked up in any way yeah i'm I'm just i'm having those moments i'm having you know some christmas moments with my parents and in-law and my own parents and swapping some presents and hugs and stuff like that and uh, yeah i'm having that like after mm-hmm. last year's one it was just like no you, you know we need it and uh mm-hmm. so yeah very much prepared like it's quite funny because i think i was prepared like two weeks ago but me and sarah just even though we've got barely any money this month, like we just keep getting each other and Cisco and the family like more and more gifts as it gets closer. You're just like, oh, I've got yeah. a little bit of money, a tiny bit of money. I'll get you this. I'll get you this. The thing is, with the kids, it's so easy to just keep on buying because you go like, oh, but they'll love that. Yeah, and plus, and I like... guess I'm I'm still a big. In- well, I'm always going to be a big enough kid where I'm getting in presents that i like as well <laughs> oh yeah so yeah, it's like no. it says his name on it but like i can't wait to open it and play with it like by, nintendo uh, stuff yeah by that you mean like it, he hasn't grown out of the things that you like so it's yeah oh <laughs> uh, no i know what you mean because there's a couple of gifts like for uh, uh logan and uh, the girls where i'm like okay we have to get them that not saying like i really fucking want to play that yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll love it, and so will I. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, trust me. It, it's a it's a tried and tested method. I'm of... literally over the last like month, just like planting the idea. You know, just casually talking about these presents he never actually wanted. He never yeah. asked, but I'm just like, look at this YouTube video. This is good, isn't it? Look at this game. Yeah. Doesn't Wouldn't it be cool if we had that one day? Cool. Yeah, just to, just to try and elicit some sort of reaction, so you can go to Sarah. See, he loved it. Yeah, and then if yeah. just one time, like the next day, he goes, "Oh, that game, that was good, wasn't it?" Just like, "Yes, yes, I did yeah. it. I planted the seed. It worked." <laughs> exactly. Oh no. Well, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it, especially because this year uh, Logan decided. From Father Christmas, he wanted a VR headset. Wow, uh, I know they're not cheap because I 
considered them last year and this year, and both times I was like, nah. Yeah, no, I can't was, do this... that one. I got to really, really want it for that one. Yeah, so no, I was. It, we just like, yeah, it, okay, that's that's fine. That's what he wants. It's okay. We've been that's saving... his big one. Yeah, that is his main present. Wow. So he's getting that this year, which I'm really excited to play. So what we what are you playing it on? It's a standalone unit. It's it's called the Oculus Quest Two. So it, oh, it's it can an be, Oculus. Yeah, so it can be used standalone as yeah. well as being connected to the PC. Okay, good. So, that sounds so good. Yeah, so there are some games that you can only play through PC, so he's got the connector cables connecting to that, and there are a whole bunch of games that you can uh, like download and play directly on the headset without anything else. So, nice. yeah, really looking forward to it. I bet you'll have a lot of fun with that. that. Oh, definitely. I'm sure he will too. Just, just be careful, man. Like, this... This this year, because I've had such a crap year, me and Sarah have got addicted to like these, you know, basically like you've been frame type stuff. But on on YouTube, they'll call it like fail army and fails, little super fails, whatever. Yeah. And so many, uh, we always watch it like where they're ten minute compilations of all the fail videos of that, just people hurting themselves and breaking stuff, basically. Mm-hmm. Um. But that is such a popular video that comes up, like new versions every week of people that have invested in VR headsets and they're just breaking their own TVs or breaking their own cabinets and shelves or punching their Mm -hmm. own family member or whatever because we all kind of have the same size living rooms. Mm -hmm. You know, none of us are like rich. No. I'm sure there is some rich people out there who own VR stuff, but that's what you need. You need like a bloody massive back garden to play these things. Yeah. Judging by the videos that I've seen where it's just like, Oh my God, why does the other person in the room let that happen? Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, because we was uh, deciding on rules for it. Uh, like uh, me and the end was uh, because was like maybe he should only play it in the living room because if he plays it in his bedroom, he's suddenly going to walk down the stairs mm-hmm. <laughs> wearing it. Yeah, I, if if it was me, if I was you, I'd say only in the living room, and I only when I'm in the living room. Like I've got to be yeah. a physical buffer. Like if he starts walking towards the TV with his fist flying, like you've got to be there ready yeah. to like say nope. Stand back, go back, or I'll pick you up in the air and physically move you back. You know, yeah. Uh, no, that's the thing. I because I th- I'm sure there is ways with the Oculus and that's like set parameters so that it warns you if you're walking too close to stuff. Yeah. Well, um, you can get you can get other machines, can't you? That you can literally stand and walk on the machines like a sort of running machine that goes every direction. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sure that you're looking at thousands then. Yeah, I'm, thing, I'm sure imagine. you are. I'm sure you are. So, no, we're looking forward to that. Cool. But, yeah, so and I've, I've been trying to lay hints for a couple of things that I might like for Christmas. So we'll wait and see what... Uh, it, it'll be int- I'm looking forward to discussing what we, uh, what we get on Christmas. Have you um, still got, like, the NECA stuff, the NECA figures on your... List. Yeah, yeah. No, I've still got. Uh, I don't know if I've 
get any this year, but I have put a couple more Backs of the Future NECA figures on that list. Yeah. Because um, me and Leanne with each other tend to set a pretty strict, this is what how, how much we're spending. So uh, I w- if I'm going to get one, it would be one, but also... That's uh, fine. I, they're, they're not cheap, really. You know, no, they're at, not at cheap. Thirty quid minimum, and that's only if you're lucky. You find but, one for that. Generally, it's about thirty-five. Yeah, no, I think I'm going to be uh, trying to put some money aside to get a couple more because they've just announced uh, coming out next year is 2015 Doc, uh, the 1985 Doc nice. in his uh, in his. Uh, nuclear radiation suit and also griff oh brilliant as well so it's like okay there's a whole bunch there that which which leaves me hope that we're also going to get the 1885 doc and marty as well i would have thought so eventually yeah once they've sold all the others they they know like well if they buy that they're going to buy this and they definitely will. Like I'm sure I will eventually, but uh, exactly. it's not like you then, have 35 quid hanging around all the time for the next one and the next one. But uh, no. I've, I've only personally got uh, normal 1985 Doc, but I love him, mm-hmm. and I'm, I really look oh, forward to getting the rest. Yeah. No, he is. He's brilliant. Uh, and Also, I um, hope at some point then, if they do the 1885s, then I hope we get uh, Mad Dog Tannen. And then eventually, mm-hmm. I'm sure once we've got the different versions of Doc and that, they'll now maybe put out like a Clara and a Jennifer maybe as well. Because if you're going to go for it, you might as well get the whole set. If you um, could only have one Jennifer, which Jennifer would you have? Okay, now that's the thing because technically they're the same person just with two different actresses. Uh, well, and then you've got different ages as well. Okay, you would want 1985 Jennifer. If it was me, I'd want original movie 1985 Jennifer, to be honest. That's the one I still see as as her. Like Even though she has a big role in uh, Back to the Future 2, which I love that movie. And I, I've even said in the past, mm-hmm. like, that was my favourite. But I don't know. It, it's only my favourite because Back to the Future 1 exists and is so amazing. Like, yeah. if it was on its own, it wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't be as good. Like, it's only as enjoyable as it is the second one because the first one's so great. It's just I... that twist. I think for me, it would be Back to the Future 2, Jennifer. But young version. Yeah, a young version of Back to the Future 2, Jennifer, because she's that is where she gets more screen time. I just associate her with other films like Karate Kid and breastfeeding Homelander in The Boys now as well. (laughs) That is so good. Yeah. Oh dear, I'm so glad you watched The Boys. It's such oh, me too. Series. It's brilliant. I can't wait for more of it. I really can't. Yeah. I know. That's oh, it's just so good. Really so well good. done. I I just think um it's hard to find really well written, really well performed and just really well put together, directed, whatever edited programs and that is one of them. 
mm-hmm. if you like your superhero stuff and you like it with like realism and massive amounts of comedy and gore that you know it's for you absolutely it it just it it sets the tone from the first opening scene yes yeah just from the very first opening scene where he's standing on that sidewalk yeah and you just like, as soon as i watched that i was like oh this is the series for yeah, me yeah i'm going to like this yeah yeah Oh, just really, really so good. So, uh, yeah. okay. Uh, our um, digital, no, would be digital. Our fictional. Um, fictional presence. My vocabulary is out the window today. Oh, that's all right. It happens to me all the time, especially on this podcast as well. Yeah. Oh, it, maybe uh, at some point, maybe we should try and do a drunk pod just to see if that helps. Uh, you, you are kidding, are you? You do know that most of the time on here, I'm, I, the, okay. the sort of amount I drink on this podcast, like most people would be like falling out of their front door onto the street, but I just function normally on it. Okay, well, maybe I should join you at some point. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that would be the answer. Okay, uh, right. I just want to like discuss some stuff before we get right into it. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that for yours, we, we mm. both said before we started recording tonight that um, we both sort of inadvertently did the same thing where our lists are maybe a bit shorter, maybe not mm-hmm. as, well, for me anyway, not as silly or whatever as my one was last mm-hmm. year. Like I was going more for like real life this time, like um, stuff I thought you'd really genuinely like you know if you were opening Mm -hmm. it like going oh thanks you know i put some thought into it but um yeah i've got three definites and then on mine i'll do those three and then when i get to the uh, after i finish the third one i'm going to say you can either have one last present or you can have two actually it would be it would be free, it free sort of. Um, so you have either got four presents from me, or um, count boy uh, six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well you've only got three. Oh, okay. You've only got three, so uh, we can play it how you would like. Juice. Shall I or, go or first could... then? Or you, or you could play it as like the old. Uh, uh, you could play it like uh, Jim Dave, uh, not Jim Davidson, uh, Jim from uh, uh, Bullseye. And here's what you could have won. Yeah. Well, I'll after yeah. I've done free, I'll, I'll give you like some sort of choice. Um, okay. You know, some vague choice, without telling you what they are, okay. or just say, just pick A or B or left or right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, we can do that. Let's Shall I go, go first then? then? So then, um, yeah, go for so it. So then, I'll finish at the end as well. Okay, so my first one, I have thought about this present, what I've got for you, for myself, uh, mm-hmm. over the last few years, and I've never pulled the trigger on it. I've never actually asked uh, anyone for it. Um, but as soon as I start describing 
my thought process, you'll you'll know what the present is. Um, basically, every seven, eleven years or something like that, like I, I don't think it's an exact science. It don't think it's an exact number each year, mm-hmm. but you get the same on a calendar. You get the same days that you do from seven or eleven years ago or, or whatever it is. Or it could just be five mm-hmm. years, whatever it is. So for ages now, I thought like I'd really like an old like eighties or nineties calendar mm-hmm. for the rest of the year because like even though it says like nineteen eighty five on it, like it's still the same days as it would be in twenty twenty two. Which so, is a great point because I'd never even thought about that. Yeah, which is yeah. It, which is true because it's like every seven years or so you're yeah. back to roughly exactly where you were yeah so i i've looked it up in years gone by but never actually asked uh, me and sarah always take turns on who gets a calendar uh that mm-hmm. year like someone has to buy the other one the calendar so i'd had my turn in 2021 and i got a quite a boring one for me it was like a travel one mm-hmm. it was just interesting but um but i don't know it turned out to be more of a tease than anything like like you said about jim bowen it's like Here's all the foreign countries you could be going to if there wasn't a <laughs> lockdown all the bloody time and none of these countries want you coming to them. So, yeah, it just yeah. turned out to be a tease. A Star Trek calendar probably would have been better for me for 2021. But uh, but was... I've, I've bought Sarah one for 2022, so mm-hmm. Star, Trek wasn't, or Star Trek or anything else wasn't really an option for me. But uh, um, So, yeah, I have... In our fictional world tonight, I have bought you... Oh, yeah, I can... Um... Actually, I won't text you this one because it's only the front cover that I had the picture of. It's the 1994 DS9 calendar. Oh, nice. It's it's one of the square ones, which is my preferred ones, where yeah. like you fold it up, you'll have a picture at the top, and then you've got the dates at the bottom so you can write what you're doing on that day. That's amazing. because And that is... a. Honestly, that is a great idea because I I never even contemplated that previously. Yeah, I've gone for quality over quantity and comedy this year. Yeah. I've gone for stuff where you know if it was real, you'd be like, oh yeah, cheers, that's a good idea. That's what I was thinking. And anyway. also, it's it's one of them things that, as you said. It, the year only ever appears on the front cover, never on any of yeah. the fold-out months. Yeah. So anyone walking in your house would never know, like, oh, that's a 20-year-old. They'd only uh, know if you got the wrong year and it actually has the weekdays on there and they'll be like, hang on a minute, it's not Monday today, it's Saturday, you know. But if you get the right years, which in this case, according to the internet anyway, uh, 1994... Mm-hmm. <laughs> 1994 is one of the years oh, uh, which no, matches up 2022. Idea. Oh, no, you was on a winner there. Oh, no, cool. I, I like that. Oh, I'm glad you like that. So, okay. Um, your first present from me was inspired by a couple of things. Okay. Uh, it was inspired by my love of these particular products. And also was inspired by uh, your 
love for this particular character on one particular day this year. So I'm going to send you a link. Okay, what's happened me? Yeah, this isn't where I would have bought it from because I had the store and it was cheaper, but it's now uh, much dearer on there uh, on Amazon and it's okay. out of stock now. Yeah, I won't. I won't um, yeah, I saw that. I considered that one for you actually. So. Um... Wayne has sent me the Tubbs. Is it Tubbs? Yeah, Tubbs. It is. Rubber Duck Wharf. Next Generation Wharf with a bat lift. And yeah, I looked at that for you as well. It's <laughs> very cool, isn't it? It is so cool. It is so cool. And I I love my Tubbs. I absolutely love them. Oh, I see and... now. Like It literally is sat in its own little plastic bathtub. I, I didn't get that. Yeah, the, the fact that they're called tubs, that's the first time I've seen that, where I've been like, oh, now I understand. Yeah, no, their packaging is actual like bathtub shapes. And you know what I've done with mine? We have saved all of the Ghostbusters and Star Trek bathtubs, and we're using them for sweets over Christmas. Oh. So like, when you're dishing out sweets, it's like, yes. You can Have watch the video the... version of this on uh, o- Osmo. Uh, no, sorry, on Amazon. What's the video actually going to be? It's just a, it's so, just a stationary I figure. I think it's probably going to be the advert for it, which is literally just like the things turning round. Yeah, I think I and... have uh, uh, my first ever Tubbs uh, duck. Probably under the Christmas tree right now. It's one that you also let me know existed. Ah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Sarah's got it for me. I should be getting the Ryu Hazuki Shenmue Tubbs Duck. That's so good. Yeah. (laughs) That's so good. And he looks so cool. Yeah. He really does. He looks so cool. I I have resisted like companies like uh, Pop Vinyl, you know, whatever, all those sort of companies, mm-hmm. these different bobblehead type things over the years, where I'm just like, don't want to get any because as soon as I get one, mm-hmm. I'm gonna think that like, oh, I could just get this one, I could just get that one, and I have noticed with the Tubbs Ducks, that all of them that I've seen, which is Ghostbusters and um, Ghostbusters, Star Trek, Next Generation. And I think there's Back to the Future as well. There is Back to the Future, yeah. They all look really... To to say it's just a rubber duck, they look very cool. You know, they've put thought into it. They're certainly better than the the, the pop vinyl things or whatever they're called, the the super popular ones at the conventions. They are really cool. And it's like there are ones... It's like there's... I've always been a big Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Mm. And they do... I just watched the movie yesterday. I, I, what did you think? I, I really enjoyed it. Like you I know, really enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, I'm a I'm a forty year old dad watching mm-hmm. it with my six year old son who barely knows anything about Sonic, and we we both really enjoyed it. We both sat there and watched the whole yeah. thing. Like I I didn't do anything uh, but watch that for an hour and a half, and it's like nothing peed me off, wound me up. I'm just you know, it's like predictable and stuff, but yeah, who cares? Like I like Jim Carrey. I like Sonic. Um, yeah, I, I, fe- I felt that like um, they ha- they got the comedy just right, and 
Mm-hmm. You know, they got the character right and the, the references and stuff like that. It just, yeah, it's just. I don't know how many times I'll rewatch it in my life, but uh, but I enjoyed it. I think as far as video game movies go, it is definitely one of the better. Yeah, uh, I mean, video really, anyone that would criticize that movie, I would probably just say, well, what would you do? What what would you do to make that better for as a family film? You know, yeah. you can't just you can't just write this film for forty year olds. You know, like mm-hmm. you want some like massive thing where it's only CGI and no human actors. It's not for kids. It's it, it wouldn't work. Like it no, was but... exactly what it needed to be a, a family film with just silly comedy stuff. Sonic doing yeah. what you'd expect him to do in the real world. Like I thought it worked well. Because I I saw it was on Netflix and I was like okay now I'm going to rewatch that because we saw it at the cinema when it came out like a couple of years back yeah. and really really enjoyed it so yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, watching yeah I definitely that again. recommend every, especially on Netflix as well you know as soon as I saw that it was on there I was like oh I'm watching that I'm putting that on the list and I'm watching it as soon as possible so uh, uh, I don't miss it when it when it leaves because they do do that on there don't they. They do every so often, yeah, yeah. No, and I, I'm, I'm definitely going to recheck it out. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, okay, so you want another fictional present, don't you? Why not? I'm, I'm chomping at the bit. Okay, uh, this one uh, is another one where uh, I've given it some thought. Um, some people may have heard me and Wayne talk about this on the pod most of the time Wayne is doing something without people even knowing and it's not that (laughs) (laughs) it's something else Uh, right I'm whatsapping it over now here you go just send you the pictures and then you can say what it is if you like. Ah, very cool. I love it. Yeah, no, it, Jude knows that lately I have had a real thing for puzzles. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we've been recording, and I haven't done it lately because I've completed my puzzles, but I would yeah. sit here whilst we was talking, like just doing bits of my puzzle whilst we was talking, and here we have a uh, vintage 1973 Star Trek jigsaw puzzle. And it's of uh, Spock and Kirk in action, uh, firing the, uh, Kirk firing his phasers at... I just thought it was like very... Mermen. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's no, just I... a very funny, interesting picture. And th- there's dozens of... Um... Star Trek puzzles out there, old and new, but I, I just really mm-hmm. like this one. I uh, love it. it what, also, what I love about the vintage stuff that, uh, that from back then as well, it's just the the art style. It's just it's it, you know it's just that retro look, and I absolutely adore it. Yeah, and that's what I was going for. Just imagining you opening it up on Christmas Day and just going, "Yes, I like that." It's not just a you know, thousand piece puzzle of DS9, just a standard picture mm-hmm. or something. You know, it's it's actually something different that you've probably not seen before. And yeah, be, no, I've never seen that do. before. Yeah. Yeah. 
no i love that good good call good call because it, once again it's touching on uh, it's something that you know that i'm going to end up using yeah exactly so oh no that that would get a lot of enjoyment that's for sure okay um, will you I'm, I'm just asking just in case people are wondering like will you bother like putting links to this on the um on the version that you put on the Trekmate actual website when when you put the pod I out, I can or... do. Yeah, no, we we done that last year. I can put the pictures up yeah. again this year. So, uh, yeah, no, so okay, yeah, no, I will. I'll save all of the pictures. Cool. And then add it into the uh, description. So if you want to see what we're looking at, go on to trekmate.org.uk and onto this post, and then we'll have all of the pictures there. Okay, so your next present from me is mm-hmm. something that I don't really think needs that much explanation because it's just something that I think that uh, we would, you would enjoy and we would be able to enjoy together when we get together. So mm. I will just send it straight over to you. Okay, I just got WhatsApped with another link. Amazon. Ah, yeah. I had looked at this. I had looked at some versions of this uh, for you, but I've not gone for this today. Mm-hmm. So Wayne has sent me um, for my fictional present Star Trek Deep Space Nine Flux, which we only just discussed on uh, Togcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I honestly think I will own this one day. Like, I think it's kind of inevitable. It's one of those things. Like especially and, if I'm going to get one of them, what one of the Flux sets, it's probably going to be that first. And I wouldn't blame you because Flux is a really fun game in the sense of uh, it, it. It's a game as Matt will it be explaining in the next episode when you uh, mm-hmm. listen to it. Uh, it. It's a game where the rules are constantly changing. Like you've got to meet certain criteria to win, and you've got all of the different character cards and action cards and things mm-hmm. like that so uh, and it's just a really fun uh game and i i really want to play one with uh, you at some point when we're together yeah i i would like to do that for sure I'd... yeah that's got to be something i'm going to get so even if we don't do it in person i'm sure we could do some sort of online pod version of it possibly i'm would not sure if you can because it, you need to be dropped uh, the only way you would make sure of that is if we both had the same deck and they were shuffled in the exact same way oh, so that okay. we could discard. Right. So, okay, well, I'm sure we will be in the same room at some point. We'll, we'll make sure of it. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. Uh, yeah. The, the, I, I, the next time we're at a con. I think that's a great oh. gift. And if I was opening it for real, I'd be very pleased with that and having a good look yeah. at it. Oh, good. Thank you. That's all right. So, okay. So, I'm going to go on to my third gift for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as I said to you, after this third one, you can either have one present uh, worth whatever the remaining money was, plus mm-hmm. 50p, or three presents. Plus uh, 50p. Um, but anyway, 
so I'm going to try and send you two different pictures. So I had originally thought about getting this for you, which I'm just sending via WhatsApp now. This is something which uh, people won't know this yet because the, the last pod, which was me and Wayne talking about DST 2021, this was one of the many goodies that I picked up over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I know that it was something when I got it, you were just like, oh, I really like that. You nearly got it yourself. I but you so were on a nearly budget. got that. Whereas yeah. for once, I wasn't on a budget that weekend. I'd purposely saved up for like a whole year. So for one day in my life, I could say as many times as I wanted to an extent, fuck it, I'm getting this. <laughs> and this was one and of them. I, I, that is a perfect present. It, it's not your is... present. It, this is not your present. Oh, this isn't. No, so okay. No, that is what you nearly went with. I nearly went with that, but mm-hmm. upon searching the internet for a longer time, mm-hmm. I found something else which I'd love to get myself. If anyone wants to get it for me, go ahead. Um, is pretty much twice as much money. So, did you say what that was? No, no, that what uh, that was the Star Trek Wharf bust by Eagle Moss, and which Jude got an absolute bargain at DSC for ten pounds. Ten pounds, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was so happy with that purchase, and but he looks so cool. He does. He's he's in my living room, staring back at me right above my TV right now. But I have now found this one. So this is your official present, and I'd say this is your big present for this year because it was the most expensive at nearly 30 quid data looks amazing yeah so i actually found the data bust yeah no honestly these busts i think i'm gonna have to look into actually trying to get them all because they look stunning yeah, so they, it, it, they really do. They are spot on. You couldn't. It's the same thing, just from a different angle. I've just sent you. Yeah, oh, and I it, honestly, if I had realised that the Eagle Moss busts were this good, I might have considered like subscribing to this one, like mm. uh, back when it was originally coming out. Because yeah, I, I had no idea that they existed, to be honest. And and also, I didn't know how big they were. Mm. either because the the size of them is isn't small isn't small. no it's How not many, at all do you reckon it's like about six inches or so yeah at least yeah like from the bottom of the base to to, to the top of the bat lift yeah yeah definitely yeah and uh, so in data's pose he's got a tricorder that he's using and the likeness what i like about them is they've got the likenesses brilliantly yeah because sometimes back in the day with figures or with uh like uh, bus things like that you would have to sometimes squint a little bit and be like yeah that that's that oh looks yeah like, um, like one that i've brought up i think i brought it up on a podcast that's about to come out like cisco captain benjamin cisco like they get him wrong mm-hmm. so much like mm-hmm. there's not many out there where he looks like he's supposed to look. Most of them, like it's like 
he looks like Samuel Jackson. He doesn't look like Avery Brooks. Yeah. And uh, like, you know that there's model makers or toy makers out there, which is like, oh, that's good enough. That'll do. And, and it's like, it really yeah. doesn't. Like, it makes so much of a difference when they put the effort in. Uh, I, I also got some other stuff from DST, but I'm not going to spoil it. I'll let people hear that um, when that episode comes out. But uh, But yeah, that's the sort of stuff I go for quality yeah oh no definitely and uh, with that you definitely are getting quality so yeah no that's a, that's an amazing big present to have yeah i'm glad you like i i would definitely like to get that for myself at some point but it doesn't look like it's that easily available um no i think their run has finished on these yeah there's only one person selling it on amazon in england and it's uh 28 pounds and 35 pence so I wonder, it, which to be fair, that's, that's what I would expect to pay for something like that, thirty quid or or, or more, to be honest. Yeah, in a because comic book shop Wolf was an absolute bargain. He was. That was ridiculous. Yeah. I I couldn't believe it on that day. But uh, I was just, I, I I bought a few bargains that day, and three of them were off the same sellers. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't know what you call them, like not um. I, I, you know, they buy stuff in bulk, almost so, like warehouse clearance. Yeah, sort of. yeah, basically. So they had, um, they had dozens of those wharf busts that they were mm-hmm. selling for ten quid. But uh, they could have put a bigger price tag on that and still sold them, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But I then again, I don't know how many was... they had. Like the guy might have been just like, "I'm selling every one of these today. I've been sitting on these for five years or something." Yeah, no, I'm going to get rid of them in one day. You watch. If the rest of the bridge crew are as good as Wharf and Data, mm. then I would say that that is a definite must collection to be looking into getting. Yeah, I would agree. Like, if you're only going to have one set of TNG models or whatever you want to call them, like that would be one to go for. Like that, that is a great start with those two, and they're both. They're both in poses that really go with their characters. Worf, you know, ready to attack with his bat lift, just so effing cool. Yeah. And Data literally typing something into his tricorder, just, it doesn't get much more accurate than that. And no, I don't know. Exactly. The, no, the expression, the likeness, everything is spot on. Mm-hmm. And it just, uh, even... Even just like the little details, like creases in his uniform and stuff, are like really, really nice. Do you know what? After I um, picked that present for you, and I was kind of looking at it myself, you know, saying like, oh, I've got to get that in the new year. Like I started looking at pictures of data on like Google Images. I was just like, I just want to have a look at the real Mm -hmm. data just to compare them. And like the older images that I found i was just like yeah that is perfect that is so close it's ridiculous and then i just couldn't stop laughing for about five minutes when i looked at the pictures of data in quotation Mm -hmm. marks from the new picard series even though i watched it and sort of enjoyed those moments they were the only bits i truly sort of enjoyed from picard like it's really chubby like it's like someone in the the makeup department just said well, we don't want Data to look old. We don't want him to look wrinkly. 
So how can we stop that? And they were just like, oh, just pile loads of prosthetic rubber on his face and it will look yeah, fine. The, it doesn't. He looks like he's what, put on loads of weight. What I understand, the thing is, though, with the technology that's about now. Oh, I know you what you're going to say. You didn't need that anyway. No, you, you could have easily done like uh, like fixed him up in post with special effects and make yeah, him look I like a young watched, data. I just finished watching uh, the Harry Potter series again tonight. We just watched the Deathly Hallows Part Two, and you mm-hmm. have Alan Rickman like in his you know make, making him look like he's in his thirties or something instead of his fifties or sixties, and looks perfect because it's clearly yeah. him on screen. But they've just done a bit of CG. Over his face and skin, and, and it's easy. the thing is that that has also been refined so much over recent years that it's it looks even better now than when, say, Patrick Stewart was doing it for X Men. Mm-hmm. It looks even better now than then. So, yeah, why yeah. they went down that route, I don't know, but I, I kind of forgot about it when I was searching for the images. I was just like, oh my god, I forgot he looked like that, Picard. Why did I they do that? I forgot he looks like shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Okay, so this is your final present. Okay. And this is your big present. Cool. So uh, it was inspired once again by uh, our shenanigans at DST. Right. As well as uh, knowing how much you liked certain things that we found at DST and also knowing your preferences. Mm. So this is, this is your final present. Snake in a tube. Let's have a look. It's taken a second. Oh, nice. Ah, I said all nice before I even saw who it was. Very good. Wayne has sent me um, Star Trek Enterprise away team figure. Um, and I I got one of these figures at DST, which I won't talk about because I'll save, I'll let you guys hear it on that episode. Uh, but this figure is of Shran. Of course. Which everyone knows how much I love. Jeff Coombs. And Shran, and mm-hmm. all of his characters, to be honest. Very good. And, and that's the thing. I, I think we was only discussing a while back how it's like, how has Wayun not got a figure? Or how has... And it's then weird, I found this. And I found this. I was like, oh, that's perfect. But they've got like Tom Paris lizard version in the Playmates things. But Yeah. Yeah, he's massively un, under... Uh, represented, represented. I don't know. yeah, Definitely. very yeah. cool. And, Thank you. And also, the Enterprise figures, I just find them such really good quality action figures. Yeah, I've I've still not taken, I've got one right next to me right now, but I've not taken out the box. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'll have to have a look for this, this Shran one in real life. Thank mm-hmm. you. Now, there aren't many about. There aren't many about. They're, they're, when I uh, found on eBay, there was just two about. There was that one, 
and there was one that had been signed by Jeff Combs. Mm. This one well. would be um, over 50 quid before, you know, before you even think about uh, shipping and stuff like that. Yeah, well, it, uh, it was... Oh, sorry, no, down. that's a starting bid. The, the, the buy it now is... I, I just assumed that... It's nearly £70, we were... pounds and that's before shipping. Yeah, no, I assumed that... Uh, no, the, the 30, it was £31... Pound uh, 77 starting bid and I just assumed no one else would bid. Yeah, it's alright. That's right. what yeah, I took my given. Yeah, it's alright. No worries. No, that, that's a good set of prezies, definitely. Um, I'm going to write that down, actually. Just shran here. So, right. Uh, I'd said to you I was going to give you a choice of um, one present uh, which is for the remaining cash that I had mm-hmm. to spend, or um, free presents, which are obviously going to be cheaper. And I can tell you that two of those presents are the same present, but you'll understand why if you did pick them. But I'll, t- I'll tell you, even if you don't. So okay. do you want to go, shall I just call it A or B? With A or B, or do you want me to be more descriptive? Okay, yeah, I'll tell you what, I will... I'm sure I've got something. I'll flip a coin. Okay. Uh, so I'm calling coin. A heads. Right. A is heads. B is tails. Okay, so here we go. It's tails. It's tails. Okay, so... I have got you... Three presents here. Mm-hmm. Here is one... I don't know how into these you may have been or may not have been over the years. I, I, I am I I like them on and off, but I think you'll like this one regardless. Like I don't even use them for their actual use most of the time. What mm-hmm. this is ah, so it's it's the NXO one patch. Do you know mm-hmm. what I was actually looking at this earlier. Were you? Oh, how weird yeah. is that? I yeah, I buy patches even earlier. without putting them on my clothes sometimes. I'll just stick them on the side of a bookcase or something. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, I yeah, ended up having nice. a bit of a collection of patches that I just never sewed onto anything. Mm. Yeah, I'm very guilty of that still to this day. Yeah, I thought that was, so uh, it... There was several patches I considered getting at uh, London, but didn't. Mm-hmm. No, I do like patches. I do like patches. I just never feel like I've had the right item of clothing for them to go on. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm like that. And then I am an R about it. Like, oh, should I? Shouldn't I? I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, but no, thank you very much. That is, yeah, okay. It's like the NX01 uh, uh, patch that like you might get on like the crew uniform. Yeah. But you could put it on anything, like in yeah. real life or in the program, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Uh, well, I, I'll be honest with you. I've actually been considering making a Enterprise uniform. I thought that in the past. It's the easiest one to do yourself, yeah. isn't it? That's you just have was... to get a decent um, quality blue jumpsuit. 
mm-hmm. with the pockets and stuff in the right places. And then you've just got to get the right patches and then you've just got to do a bit of embroidery or, well, not even that. You get some sort of strip or something to put where they have theirs. Yeah, because that's the thing. I've Because I was looking at ones to turn into a Ghostbusters jumpsuit and then mm. I was looking at it, I was like, and I was like, that'd be a dead easy Trek cosplay to do it the Enterprise. As well, I, th- I think we should do it one day because, like, when you see, I love being in the presence of all the cosplayers or whatever you want to say. Like, a lot of people probably mm-hmm. don't even consider themselves <clears throat> to be cosplayers at Star Trek conventions. They're just wearing their Star Trek gear and they just feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the case so much. Like, when I'm looking at people and I see them in their TNG outfits. I stop seeing people in cosplay. I just see people that love Star Trek in their Star Trek gear. But mm-hmm. I feel like if I see someone in an Enterprise suit, or if I was to wear an Enterprise suit, I feel like I'd be so much prouder, you know, because I'm representing that uh, underrepresented, underappreciated series that once upon a time got so much flack and uh, yeah. You know, I, I feel like, yeah, I'm doing the right thing here, representing Archer and his crew. I I think that is definitely one that we should do. Yeah. And we both know how highly we rate the show, so definitely. why would we not represent the show? Yeah, yeah, it needs to be done one of these days. Let, let, let's do it. Like, Yeah. If we don't no, do it I for, so. for um, you know, one of the Destination Star Treks, we'll do it for one of our own conventions which will come eventually mm-hmm. just gotta wait for the right time well i kept telling myself okay 2022 is going to be the year but then with how covid is now i'm like is it yeah, I this variant I that variant and like you can just smell the lockdowns coming in the air yeah exactly i'm just like is it the right time? <laughs> I don't know. So no, we... I, I definitely don't think we should jump the gun at all. Just we got to be sure. Well, it's like I just saw um, Sci-Fi Ball cancel their con mm. because they're due. Like I think they normally do theirs about February, and they well, just cancelled theirs. All due respect to them. Like I've never been to one. I've I've spoken mm-hmm. to some of the people that that run it, and I know people that have been. It's all about interaction, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like the first time I ever heard of it, like one of the people that runs it was saying to me like, oh, we're not just another con. You know, you hang around with the stars, you do this, you hug them, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like, well, that ain't working this time around, is it? If that's no. what you're, you know, like I say, it's no offense to them. But, uh, no. but yeah, it's just not going to work at this time, unfortunately. No, exactly. So I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking, when we're seeing what the numbers are doing and everything else, I'm just thinking, is 2022 going to be the year or is it going to be 2023? I I hope it's 2022, but I think 2023 is more likely, you know, just, just like the 2021. I've got several holidays booked for 2022 mm-hmm. already. And I'm already thinking that unless they're in England, they ain't happening. Mm-hmm. I've already got that feeling. I'm, I'm just waiting for it. Yeah. No, well, I, I've booked a surprise break to a haven in England for March. So you I'm might feeling get away confident. with that. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I, that's the thing. I, I'm expecting lockdowns to be coming January, February, but then I'm thinking like uh, by March, hopefully things would have been lifted. I hope so. Yeah, I really so, do. So yeah, no, I'm keeping everything cross. But yeah, no, as you said, with foreign holidays as well, that's just another risk with countries shutting their borders to us left, right, and centre. Mm-hmm. Because I know my nieces and uh, nephew had been looking forward to all year going to uh, Disney and Paris for New Year's, and it's like that's gone. Yeah, yeah. After we bloody bought them euros for Christmas as well, it's oh. like okay then. Have that to... sucks. That one. I I, I have uh, I've done that myself. I've bought various currencies over the years, and like I've literally done that thing of just going back to the travel agent and just going yeah can i just change it back please because i'd much rather have that you know even though i'm screwing myself over like i know i'm not going there anytime soon i just need some money to get this thing whatever it is this week exactly you'll lose the three quid or whatever it is in yeah like getting it back but yeah so that's what we've done we had to translate it back yeah oh god uh, anyway, I got you one last present. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one, I said um, you have two of this present, and you'll understand why. It's just a funny one, this one. I, I could have started with this, but I only didn't because of the fact that I was uh, giving you a choice. Okay. So this is a, a stocking filler, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, no. It's uh, the novelty uh, Star Trek uh, currency uh, that you can buy, like the the money that. Uh, like yeah, it's has, designed like, off the American dollar bill. Yeah, these ones are the American uh, uh, designed around a fifty dollar bill. On one side, it's the TOS crew, and on the back is the uh, Enterprise. Mm-hmm. And so I just yeah, thought no, I'd get you two. So if you wanted to stick yep. it up on the wall or something like that you know no i appreciate that no i do like that and that's the sort of thing i like eh, on my wall now i do have little knickknacks like that stuck yeah. up on my wall so no i do appreciate that thank you very much and plus i was looking for something with around two quid so that helped just to make up the money <laughs> yeah i was like yeah. Oh, perfect yeah <laughs> yeah i'll do if someone gave that to me, I'd oh. be like, yeah, yeah, thanks. You know, two quid, mm-hmm. it's fine. No, exactly. Oh, no. I th- I think we've both done pretty well there. Do you want you to see your Jim Bowen uh, prize or whatever you want to call yeah, it? Yeah, what's behind the curtain. He's, he's pulling out the, uh, the camper van. Just for the record as well, I have a whole bunch of presents that um, didn't make the cut, basically. Mm-hmm. Things that I nearly gave you. Oh, and so many presents where I was like, okay, then, well, that means Jude will get one present. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But... I got like a Jean Luc Picard McFarlane figure, mm-hmm. which was like 35 quid, and it was like, oh, that means I've got 15 quid left. Like, that's no good. Yeah. Um, I got quite a funny uh, t shirt, just, just random. This, this was not. This was not your other choice. I'm just sending it to you. Uh, I just like the picture on this one. 
<laughs> that is quite funny. Uh, yeah. Star Trek fan it's just art. Just unique. Uh, just uh, go on the t-shirt of just their interpretation of Kirk hugging Spock and McCoy. That is, yeah, just funny. Kirk's sort of jumping in the air. He's got his knees in the air. Bones is upside down for some reason, like being held up by his legs by Kirk. And um, you've got Spock, who's uh, like very much green in that, which they do describe him as that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like, there's only like one episode where he has a sort of tint to him, but I, I guess they just drop that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I do th- like that. Yeah, that was that was a consideration. This uh, I'm mm-hmm. just going to send you this as well. This was the consideration that I, I told you about, but uh, um, oh, it's been a bit slow. Oh no, my my phone is completely frozen on me. That's and my phone has only got one percent battery left. So. Okay, I'll just tell you what the last thing was because, it, yeah, mine's just completely frozen for no apparent reason. Bloody technology. So originally, when uh, I was going to give you a choice, ended up being heads or tails. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say, oh, do you want some uh, money-based stuff or do you want to embrace your feminine side? Is what I was going to say. Oh, was it... it it wouldn't have been like uh, the the cologne that they brought out. Or... No, no. Um, All it was was um, just for a bit of laugh. It was the um, all the facial uh, seven of nine props, basically, that someone had three like, D ah, printed. Okay, that's still pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It it, it didn't cost much. It was mm-hmm. under eight pounds, and I just thought, like, I've seen so many girls wearing that um, mm-hmm. at the conventions but uh, I just thought it'd be quite fun you know as a Star Funnily Trek enough, fan I did see I did see a guy wearing that gear uh, at uh, DST this year oh I mustn't have taken that in yeah no there definitely was at least one guy wearing the seven of nine uh, yeah. night, uh, Borg pieces but the, the, and, the funny thing is about that like if Anyone who's not a Trek fan saw a male wearing that, they'd just be like, I don't know what that is, some sort of robot thing or something like that. But yeah. as a Star Trek fan, like if you, as a male Star Trek fan, if you put that on and looked in the mirror, you'd just be like, ooh, I'm seven now. <laughs> 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 you? you would. Is that where your brain would go, dude? Yeah. Ooh. Yes, yeah, look would. at me. <laughs> <laughs> Assimilate this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, but yeah, no, uh, no, that's a great idea. And I'll tell you what, three D printing stuff has just opened up the door to so many cosplay yeah, uh, possibilities uh, that weren't available before. I've only ever seen this sort of stuff on on videos online, but uh, but I can see how easy it is now to do that. It's, it's just amazing how far mm-hmm. stuff's come. Like, and it's it's kind of a rare thing, I guess, at the moment. Like, people are only using them or experiencing them if they do certain jobs or if they've got lots of money. Um, but as long as like uh, the world doesn't blow up in the next 
few decades. Like I'd imagine, but you're going to see them more and more 3D yeah. printers, and it's just going to become the norm everywhere. Isn't it? You just go to the library to print out God knows what. It's going to it's going to be your little replicator. When you yeah. haven't got a spanner, you just print off the yeah, spanner basically. that you need. Yeah, yeah, because that's what they're doing. That's one of the things they use it for, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I really would love to have a 3D printer uh, to uh, build stuff. And uh, as you said, that technology is just going to get more and more refined mm. as time goes on. And uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to see w- where that goes. And it really does open up the door to like it making things it like because sometimes it costs a lot of money for these things to go into production. So it, it, there are certain props and whatnot that just don't get made. But when you've got the possibility for fans to make them themselves, tell you one thing we've been talking about tonight. Like we're talking about the figures and the busts and all that. Like if you've got the time, the patience, and the skill. You just print those things out on there, and if, if you know if you've got the skill and the time, you can paint them. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you, you it, if you can get my, if I could do them to a high enough quality, I'd be more than happy to just display my own stuff. Yeah. That you've made. I mean, hell, what do these people do with all their Warhammer gear and everything else? They're all stuff that people have painted themselves and have on yeah. display. Yeah. Everything. So yeah, why not? If it looks cool, it looks cool. Yeah. So yeah, no, it definitely. So uh, I think that is the end of our gift giving. That is for, the end of uh, Christmas, guys. That is it. It is over. We are now going to sit and get bloated. Yeah, on... I am kind of already there. I think <laughs> you're already there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know, we're not even at proper, proper Christmas, but I'm already overeating this month and just caring deep down, but not caring and just being like, fuck it, it's December, fuck it, it's Christmas. Just You just that's can't what, help it sometimes. That's what January's for. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I know everyone says it, but I'm going hard in January, as in like with the exercise and cutting down on everything. Mm-hmm. Food. I just have to. There's no point trying too hard on the build-up to Christmas. Yeah, I've done it in years gone by, and and it does always ruin it. You know, when when everyone's saying like, "Do you want a chocolate?" and you're saying, "Nah, I'm all right. I'm all right." It's like, just just say yes. Like you're gonna get bigger, fatter, heavier for that one month, but just do it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You can fix it next month. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like. You, uh, you won't put on too much. You can, it, as long as you concentrate hard on it, you'll be okay. I'm expecting mm-hmm. to put on a few pounds and then have to be good in January yeah. because rather than eating healthy, it'll be like, mm, quality street for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, we all know what's coming. Yeah. Talking of Quality Street, what kind of man are you? What's your favourites in the tin? Oh, Quality Streets. Um, my first is always strawberry and orange creams. And oh, I, ha- I always no. have to be nice because they just happen to be Sarah's favourites as well. So I can't take all of them. 
Oh, see, I'm quite lucky that my favourites are no one else's favourites in the house. Oh, and that's everyone very else's good. Fav- yeah, that's and lucky. everyone else's favourites aren't mine, so it, it works out quite well for me. Leanne and Amy end up fighting over <laughs> what quality streets they get. Oh, no. But, no, for me, quality street, it's all of the chewy stuff. It's the toffee disc. Oh, I have the... to stay away from that. I- I've lost so many teeth over the years, it's embarrassing. Yeah, really no, is. mine's all of the chewy stuff. It's the toffee disc and it's the like the stick toffee, uh, the chocolate that, toffee stick. Everything you're describing is literally what's left in the, the tub in our kitchen right now. Uh, see, th- those are my favourites. So, it, and I could li- I could easily leave the rest and just have the chewy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. But don't get me wrong, I like a lot of the rest, so... Yeah, the fondant, that's what you'd call it, the, the stuff that I have. Strawberry and orange fondant. Mm-hmm. Oh, so and the caramels as well, the soft caramels, you know, the gooey stuff. The gooey stuff. Do you stretch to the pink uh, chocolate fudge? Oh, yeah, yeah. I could literally, yeah. like, if we wanted to get down to it, I could say... What's my first favourite? What's the second? What's the third? Fudge is probably something like the fifth favourite of the box, I reckon. It's it, it's down near the bottom. Where the fudge one is probably up in like the third or fourth place for mine. Oh, okay. Just it, just underneath the toffees, just because it's that little bit chewy. Yeah, yeah. I like I like to have a bit of a chew. And I, I tell you one thing I'm grateful for, that neither one of them anymore, because I'm sure they did used to, Quality Street and Roses, neither one of them I don't think has bloody coffee in there anymore. I hate coffee sweets. I really hate coffee sweets. Mm. And, uh, has it been removed now? I'm pretty sure that there's no coffee in either. Not had any Roses in a while, but uh, yeah, I don't think they do. That's a pretty good guy. Because yeah, what sicko likes coffee? I know. I know. I I love real coffee, but coffee chocolates is is bad. I I'm just I'm anti coffee. Full stop. <laughs> if other people like it, good for them, but uh, not for me. No, I've got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a problem. I've probably like six cups a day. Just... Oh my god! Yeah, I guess that is, isn't it? Yeah, no. It's at least at least six cups a day. Sometimes it can go up to like eight or nine, just depending wow. on what's going on. Yeah. So it's like, it's funny enough. Like when we ran out of coffee uh, at one point because um, the machine was broke, and I just tried having tea. I had consistent headaches through the lack of caffeine. Wow, that's not good, <laughs> is it? No, it's like, okay, well, I don't drink that much. I don't smoke. Mm. I'm allowed a vice, so coffee will be it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm in good company. Janeway's a caffeine addict, so. Yeah, but she runs a starship, which is like in the middle of nowhere, and everyone's going mad, and she's just up all night, up all day. Okay, what? Well, losing their I... minds. I drive a bus, which is like a starship, with dementia clients who yeah. are kind of like mad. Yeah, so... I guess it makes sense then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Oh. So what do you reckon? Have we got enough time to play a game or do we... It's up to you. I could go bad. either way. We've been recording for over an hour and 20 minutes. Um, I'm happy to call it, to call it a night or if you we really want to. Sign but... out on some, we could sign out on some uh, Moya music, Moya Christmas music. That would be nice. Yeah, I was I was just thinking about him like today or yesterday. Like He's still not recorded our bloody Klingon song, which we handed him on a plate. I know the um, I know uh, the Slade Merry Christmas yeah. song. I think that I, I think he it's hasn't... just called Merry Christmas, isn't it? He's been too busy fucking uh, taking like he's he's really got into his photo drugs. shoots and stuff. Yeah, From he's, drug he's really he's got into gone cocaine. Off the rails. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> crazy over the last few years. He's just snorting coke <laughs> off of hookers' bums. Yeah. <laughs> Klingon hookers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, hookers with Klingons. <laughs> but yeah, like th- that. I, I think I said it last year and we said it the year before that because I think it was three years ago when we had him on at this mm-hmm. point. It really is. It sounds mad to say that. That is crazy. That is really, really crazy. But we really do need to do a double poke with sticks on him, just like... <laughs> Do the song! Do the, just fucking do the song! Yeah. We'll do it with you. Come on. You're better than we are. We can put out a really shit version. We, we could. <laughs> we could put out an awful version. Which, like... Yeah. Look. I'll make this promise to the listeners. If Rick doesn't do it with us, or for us, <laughs> by next year, we will put out the shit version. Where I will yeah. just... I will just find... <laughs> The version of that song by Slade with no lyrics. And we will massacre it. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's like live on the pod, it's not like some pre recorded version. It's just us playing it in the yeah. background and going, <laughs> live in your ears. Well, well, we could record it and get someone to put on some auto tuning. That's what I was thinking. That that would be the best thing we could do. That that's probably what Rick would do. I think he maybe does that for himself on certain songs, mm-hmm. depending on what it was. Um, yeah, but yeah, that would work. Yeah, that would work. So I think. Okay. Yeah. Either way, we will next have... year, twenty twenty two Christmas. You'll have some version of it, uh, you listeners out there. Yeah. No, definitely. I'm up for that. And as you said, we've. I know he's a busy guy, so I try not to bug him too much on doing stuff because I know, like, he's doing like he's like being like a all professional photographer now, as well as his radio we, stuff. We're talking about Rick still, right? Yeah. 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 So I know, I know he's really. Oh busy. yeah, I mean, I've I've mostly stopped going on uh, Facebook and social media and stuff, but uh, whenever I was on there, he'd be one of the people that it would show me all the time. And I, I know he was, mm-hmm. yeah, like you say, very busy with uh, with good stuff. Like, good luck to him. Yeah. No, Merry exactly. Christmas, Rick, if you're listening. I know you're not, but uh, if you yeah. are. <laughs> if, if he was, he'd know that we wish him nothing but... Yeah, he's a really nice Merry bloke. I, 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 wish, I love it. Sometimes wish the world wasn't such a big place. 
you know, because mm-hmm. I'd just be like saying to you, like, let's let's do a road trip, let's go around Rick's house, just surprise him. But it yeah, costs turn up a on shitload of money, and we'd have some very angry kids and wives say, "You're doing what?" If we did that for real, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's one of them things. So it's always on my mind of if I win the lottery. I'm going to go visit Rick or also I'm going to uh, like end up holding a big, a big convention and just paying for everyone's tickets to come over. Yeah. No, no. I've said to Sarah, like if, if I won, if we won big on the lottery, like I would do at least one self-indulgent, whatever you want to call it, convention with Wayne, where it's just like, Mm -hmm. This is the convention we've always wanted to do. We are spending yeah. so much more money than we're making, but fuck it. Yeah. Like, we just want to do it. No, exactly. I, I would run that convention an absolute loss. Yeah, no, I would. And, and I wouldn't, I'd be completely aware of it and just not care. I'd just be like, yeah, we've got the whole cast of Red Dwarf. We've got Geordie. We've mm-hmm. got Data. We've got, uh, you know, everyone else in. Yeah, we brought and Avery point, Brooks back out of retirement onto the convention scene. <laughs> yeah, fucking, and that's the sort of event that he probably would come out of retirement for if he was like, they're not making any profit. It's all about the fans. Yeah, that's... well, the comments that I've seen him make, you know, uh, the the few comments he made before he he disappeared was, you know, that he didn't like what mm-hmm. he saw, the way people were treated. Some of that was over mm-hmm. here in Europe. And uh, I, I can I can understand it from his position. He's like a has that sort of like hippie mindset. Like he wouldn't call it that, but you know, spiritual, yeah. soulful sort of view of the world of like, yeah. Well, yeah, I would call it hippie-ish. You know, like why can't we all yeah. just get along and be nice to each other? And like conventions, the way some of them work, sometimes it is the exact opposite to that. Like you're supposed to be having these experiences with these people, with your idols or heroes or, Mm -hmm. or whatever smaller words you can think than that. But, um, you know, the way that people are treated is like, okay, have your photo, move along, move along, move along. It's like, yeah, they are treated like cattle or farm animals, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. It's, uh, kind of sad in a way. You know, when people are trying to make a connection and, like, it's, it just can't happen. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing. It is, it, And I understand why, because it costs so much to get these oh, people Oh, obviously. Yeah, I get there. it from both sides, yeah. For, well, and, all three sides, even. But that's the thing. If we won the lottery, it would be a question of, I think I would cap our convention at there is only about 250 to 300 attendees. Mm-hmm. And then I would announce it beforehand to the Trekmate listeners of, okay, then you can get your tickets now and to like stay true to like our previous conventions, tickets are £3. I would say tickets are £3 um, or you can get the special Avery Brooks ticket or something where you pay this extra bit and you get a guaranteed autograph and photo or something like that, oh, no. but, but then just be clever about how you do it when when they're there, you know, because the numbers are small, so everyone's going to yeah. get their autograph, and the numbers are small, 
so everyone's going to get their photograph. Yeah. Now, I think how I would end up doing it is I would end up, first of all, announcing it to the track meet listeners of like, okay, then you want to book your ticket. I, I would say just down, do that, to be and honest. Then, if, if, if you wanted then, to keep it small as well, which I think I kind of would. And then also any uh, others that go up afterwards, they'd be like 150 quid. But then it would include, uh, all tickets would include one autograph and one photo with every guest. Yeah. So literally, yeah, you're coming, you wouldn't have to pay anything extra other than what you're paying to get in. Yeah, and you wouldn't have bloody um, tears or whatever. You know, you don't have your mm-hmm. commander stuff, your admiral stuff, captain stuff. It's just like, either you get the standard entry, which is next to nothing, or you just get mm-hmm. the everything ticket, where you get everything. You walk yeah. in there and you do everything once. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. If you want to do anything on top, then yeah, sure, go ahead. We'll, mm-hmm. We might work that out. But yeah, to just like say that that is your like for like that amount of money and you get everything. You'd have nothing but happy people at the end of that weekend. Oh, do you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna bring us back down to reality. I hope I know we just went to one together for the first time in ages, but. I hope conventions become a proper thing again, like where everything becomes normal with that. Mm -hmm. Like the one we went to was weird. It had its ups and downs and it was strange with the whole COVID aspect being a a part of it. You know, Uh, people haven't listened to our episode yet, but they will where we, we we criticize some stuff, praise some others. Um, but I hope it gets back to normal one day. Like the real world, obviously. Obviously, it's that's got much more important. But just just for the sake of this conversation, like conventions, I hope they become a thing again where it's all back to normal. Because I bloody it's hate got it got not to. being. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a question of time, whether it's next year, whether it's two years, whether it's five years. It's. I just I hope, hope it doesn't right. go on too long. Wish I'd never bloody heard the word COVID, honestly. Yep. Oh, no, definitely. Definitely. And fingers crossed. You never know. This new variant that's coming out, it might end up being ultra mild and just being the last iteration. It's it's just annoying. The the new variant, the Omicron at this time is the new variant. There might be another one Mm -hmm. in in the next month or two. But it's um, from what the information that I've got is that the the symptoms are not as bad. But it's a lot more easy to pass it around. It's a lot more powerful in terms of Mm -hmm. spreading it from one person to another mm-hmm. it, it stays on things for longer it's airborne for longer uh, it has a better chance of penetrating masks and stuff like that it's more powerful in that way of spreading but the actual symptoms themselves are, are lesser than the other ones uh, well i think we can just hope that the symptoms keep getting milder and milder to the God, point I that... hope so. That that would be nice, wouldn't it? Where, you, you know, you could just ring into work and just say, I think I might not come in today. Just I've got a little bit of COVID going on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like where it's just if, nothing. If we can get to that, 
if we can get to that point where it just becomes so mild that it's uh, it's considered an equal to the flu or cold yeah that we can go about our just normal like uh, how again. like in years gone by like the the female um, population of england would mock the male population just saying oh he's got man flu where like yeah. when we'd get a flu like or, or cold symptoms they'd be like oh yeah i'd be at work he's off for a week Hopefully it's mm-hmm. just like that, like, oh, he's got bloody COVID, he's off work for a week again, you know. Yeah. Bloody pussy. We can, we can only hope. I we hope can so. only hope. Yeah. But we can't end so, this here. We've we got to bring it back to Christmas somehow before we sign out. We can't be like, okay, all right, hope you don't have COVID. See you in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, I, I will say one thing okay. before I go. Um, and if anyone steals this, shame on them, but like people could accuse me of stealing it. I did have an idea for this episode which I didn't follow through on, which I mm-hmm. have like been thinking for the last two years. Um, but then I think basically I was listening to uh, the Delta Flyers. Hmm. Which I'm guessing must have been a year old, the episode I was listening to, because they basically yeah. took my idea, uh, but didn't do it as thoroughly as I intended to do it, which is, my idea was to write a Star Trek Christmas episode, mm-hmm. and, and either write two, either you do one, <clears throat> and I do one, and we compa- compare it on the podcast, or... At okay. times over the last couple of months, I was considering just doing a really good one myself or trying to do a really good one mm-hmm. and just surprising you with it. Because I've said on this pod before where I wish they kind of had done that uh, on, you know, I think it would have fit best in Voyager or TNG. Um, mm-hmm. Or it could have worked on TOS as well, especially with all this, you know, a lot of the bollocks they did on season three it would have gone perfectly (laughs) really oh yeah if you're talking bollocks it definitely would have done but also if you're talking like being close to now enterprise could have pulled it off as well enterprise actually would be very good because they could have done it right where um you know they have just nice nostalgic feelings without making it about religion or anything like Mm -hmm. that and uh yeah, in fact, yeah, I think you're right. Enterprise would be the best, considering some of their episodes where they're like really struggling on the ship, going through hard times, and it'd just be something to yeah. cheer people up on the ship. They could have one of their movie nights watching yeah. uh, Dudley Moore's The Santa Claus. Yeah, or something uh, like royalty-free movies, whatever you call that. No, that, no they'd be watching Scrooge. Oh, Scrooge. I watched Scrooge last year and I absolutely loved that last year. I, I mean, it wasn't my first time. It was probably like my 20th time watching it, but I hadn't watched it in the years yeah. and forgot how good it was. I think I'm going to give it a miss this year, but uh, very, very well done, that film. Yeah, no, it is. It's so good. Uh, I, I tend to try and watch as many Christmas films as I can. I, I normally fit Scrooge in every year. Yeah. Uh, th- Today we watched uh, The Muppets Christmas Carol. I did actually... I enjoyed that movie at a really odd time in my life where it was brand new, where I was like 
18, 19 and like, you know, all my friends were around 18, 19 and mm-hmm. we got up to all sorts of shenanigans and like occasionally, like especially at Christmas time, I'd be like, oh, let's watch Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> People would just be like, why? Why are you watching this shit? I'd be like, it's good. It's good. <laughs> really? It's a classic. It's a classic. I'm so, I... Yeah, I've been watching it ever since it came out on VHS. That, that's what I had so it on it, VHS. Yeah, so I, I I think at the time I would have been probably about nine. Nine? No way! That came I'm out sure. like late nineties. No. Okay, one second. I'm sure it came I'm out late nineties because I remember it being new, and I was in my late teens. UK VHS. You must have been released about fifteen, month. sixteen, and you just fought. No you way. There. No way. Maybe maybe you just didn't get it for a while. Maybe. Maybe they were just like promoting okay, yeah, it. No. The Muppet Christmas Carol came out on UK VHS fifteenth of November nineteen ninety three. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh I apologize then. They they must have yeah. just been uh promoting it, it at really Virgin released. Megastore or, or Tower Records that year and it got re released uh, 94 and 95 and then it got re-released on DVD in 2002 I must have got it around 95 then yeah so 95, how old would you have been at 95? so what we in now 2020? I would have been 11 so I would have been 14, 14, 15 yeah I was starting to get up to silly stuff at that time yeah so, yeah, because that... the funny thing is, with Muppets Christmas Carol, I watched it so many times on VHS and absolutely loved it. Mm, and I did. I never watched it realized... more than was normal, I think, for what it was. Oh, I'd watch it every single year. And it was only when I realized, I realized this last year, but never commented or Googled it uh, until like this year. But... Um, on the DVD release and on the Disney Plus release, they cut out an entire fucking song. Oh, don't tell they... me it's got some sort of No, no, no. It's a question with... of No, it turned out what it was, because the song that they cut out was um the song between uh, between um Scrooge and his girlfriend. Like uh, the love we found, the love we found. Is Scrooge uh, Michael? Like, is it's Michael Caine in that? It's not Patrick it is Stewart. Michael is Caine. It? No, it's Michael Caine. Yeah, yeah that's that's the other Scrooge. Mm. Oh, but, there's a bunch yeah. of them now, isn't there? Yeah, and but no, what it was was uh, back in the day when it was coming out at the cinema, Disney decided that uh, like the big segment between like Scrooge and his girlfriend of like them getting together, that song and that was, uh, wouldn't hold kids interest and was maybe a bit too sophisticated for them. So they cut it out of the cinema release, but it was still stayed in the VHS release. Mm. But then when they were releasing the DVD, they took the copy from the cinema release. Mm. And not the VHS release, so so it had been lost to time until like they no one could find like the cuttings of this original song, 
apparently, but they re unearthed them like about a year or two ago. So at some point, we're going to get the full version again. I only ever watched the VHS version, personally. Mm-hmm. I, I never saw it at cinema, pardon me. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. So, and it, it, it's, it's one of my staples. For, uh, for I Christmas think I could film. watch that one this year, I think. Yeah. And also, another one that I have to do every year is... National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I think I'll do that one this year. And yeah, so do we. <laughs> I was just sending like yeah. uh, gifts of it today. In fact, ah, uh, you, you've got to love the Griswolds. And also, like on Spotify, I have. Uh, oh, I should know how to say it, but I don't. That the Malikaliki Maka is the thing they say. I always think of that <laughs> film. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's very nipply. Yeah, I, I always <laughs> think of that quote. Yeah, whatever it's called, I always go to nipply. Yeah, I, I, it's one of those films. That one where, like, if it's just um, if it's just you adults watching it, it's okay. But if you watch it with kids, like forgetting like the language and like the point mm-hmm. of view that the the story is from, where it's from the dad's point of view, where he's just fucking fed up with life and just things and being shat yeah. on and you know so he's not mm-hmm. feeling guilty about these sexual fantasies that he's constantly having and stuff like it's mm-hmm. a bit awkward when you've got kids in the room but uh, uh i think it could be worse oh yeah yeah it could be worse yeah yeah, yeah. no it definitely could be worse but no i love it i just i just love it yeah and- yeah i'm a big fan as well so What's some some movies are just like a chore where they like they have to be done every year whether you like it. Well, I say whether you like it or not. Sometimes Sarah, like this year, was nice enough to say, "Like I'm going to do the checklist. Which are you happy to watch this year with me?" Because she yeah. loves Christmas so much more than I do, and uh, mm-hmm. so certain ones I'm just like, oh, "I can't do that one this year. Just not this year." What, what's on What's on the no go list this year? <sighs> I think Jingle All the Way. Uh, deck the halls, like I just no, not this year. Uh, Christmas with the cranks, I think I'll skip as well. Oh, I'm with Sarah. Um, I'm with Sarah. I, I've I've watched most of them already this year. But yeah, you know, I've been with Sarah for nearly twenty years at this point, and like we watch these films every year. And sometimes, even though it's twelve months ago, it feels like it was twelve minutes ago with some of these yeah. things and if you're not that into it some mm-hmm. of them like have to be every two years for me but i'll do home alone one and two this year i'll do yeah. them um, uh, yeah i always enjoy home alone also it technically it, gremlins is a christmas film oh gremlins i'm always happy for gremlins yeah it is yeah it is and die yeah. hard as well Oh, it's funny. Uh, Leanne had never watched Die Hard until like last year, and I was like, it, "She was like, why are we watching this?" I was like, "It's a Christmas film." Yeah. And she was like, and "She was like, is it?" I was like, "Yes, it's a Christmas film. It's set at Christmas." She watched it all the way through, and then she's gone, "That is not a fucking Christmas film." <laughs> right, I'm going to show you something now. I know we're an audio podcast. You may have seen this before, but I'll just show you anyway. I'll show you a Christmas present I made for Sarah. About two or three years ago, it's on the Christmas tree. I love it. 
it's, it's the uh, classic John McClane ca- crawling through the uh, <laughs> uh, uh, ventilation yeah. system. Yeah. I, I saw it's, it's, that someone had done it online and I just copied the idea. It's like so easy to do. Just like getting a, a cereal box and cutting it into a certain shape, going to the library, printing out a picture of John McClane in the uh, yeah. ventilation shaft, like put it inside, put it all together. And now forever onwards, John McClane is going to be part of our Christmas tree. Trying to I love it. And you're right. It's so easy to do. Yeah. Well it's worth so it. Easy to do. Oh, so, well, everyone, uh, you've got a couple of episodes coming up in a row that will see you through to new year. Me and Jude will be recording again soon. Uh, like after the Christmas break. So uh, for you guys, there won't be any interruption into your usual programming. Oh, one thing I'll say about that is on the DST episode, um, Mm -hmm. I buy a Christmas decoration, which is on my tree right now, but you'll have to wait and find out what it is. I won't mention it right now, but it was the most expensive thing I bought that weekend. And it's very cool. Okay, guys, so this is being recorded a little bit later because, unfortunately, whilst me and Jude were recording, I had a bit of a power cut, and uh, we couldn't finish off the episode, but it was the end anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, We'll discuss it all in a future episode at some point, but for now, just want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas. I hope you all have a nice one. Take care of yourselves. And we will be, uh, well, you'll be listening to the next podcast next week, but uh, we'll be recording in the new year. So Merry Christmas. And that was Trekmate. captain had a very shiny head and if you ever heard him make it so is what he said all of the other captains they used to look up to him until wolf 359 when they encountered the Borg fight him then in one so daring Riker save the day Data and Worf take a shuttle craft Get to the cube and get our captain back Then all the crew just loved him As they shouted out with glee Jean-Luc the bald head captain You're the best captain in the galaxy Jean-Luc the bald head captain Had a very shiny head And if you ever heard him Make it so is what he said All of the other captains They used to all look up to him Until Wolf 359 When they encountered the Borg and fight him Then in one so daring move Riker saved the day What'd he do? Data and Worf take a shuttle craft Get to the cube and get our captain back Then all the crew just loved him As they shouted out with glee 
Jean-Luc the bald head captain You're the best captain In the galaxy In the galaxy Make it so. You've been listening to the TrekMate Podcast. Would you like to get a hold of us? Visit trekmate.org.uk and boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All hands battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. All I ask is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses. I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard. And yes, I am bald. In the future, there is no cure for baldness, and I am proof of that. But in the future, it's also very stylish to be bald, because everyone knows who's in charge. Me! The captain, Jean-Luc Picard. Ha ha! Make it so. T. Earl Grey. Hot.